0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Glory, glory. Yeah. We've been talking about kingdom dynamics for some, for some weeks now. And uh, it's hard to leave the, the matter of the kingdom alone. Because as you read the Bible, you just keep seeing more and more and more and more and more of it. And I want to share something with you, which I think is critical um, when it comes to manifesting the kingdom, when it comes to getting the kingdom to move. Yeah. And when we talk about kingdom dynamics, we're talking about the factors, the forces that cause the kingdom to move, yeah. that set it in motion. How many people want to see the kingdom of God in motion in their lives? Yeah. So when we talk about the kingdom, many people just think about heaven. They just think, oh yeah, when I die, I'll get into the kingdom. No, no, no. The kingdom is actually coming down. Yes. Yeah. So don't wait to get to heaven. You can bring heaven down. Turn to someone say, "You you can bring heaven down. Yeah. So when we're talking about kingdom dynamics, we're talking about ways that you can bring heaven down. Into your life. You can bring heaven down into your home. You can bring heaven down into, into your office where you work. You can bring heaven down into your campus. Actually, God is surprised that we are not doing this. So we need to wake up and begin to take our place. Okay? So, when we talk about, when talking about kingdom dynamics, I want to zero in on one aspect. Um, I call that confrontation. Somebody say confrontation. confrontation. Yeah. So, if the kingdom is going to move in your life, you need to be confrontive. How many peaceful, calm people do we have in the house? You, you consider yourself peaceful. Huh? All right. You remember that song by Mark Jackson, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> huh? <laughs> well, you better be a fighter if you want the kingdom to move. Yeah, you can love, but you can fight. Amen. It's not either or. You, you need them both. You need to love and you need to fight. Okay? But you need to be confrontive. You need to confront situations. You need to confront the enemy. Alright? I want you to know that you are hated by the enemy. Okay? He hates you. And there's nothing you can do about it. You cannot change that. So you might as well accept the fact that you are hated. All right? Accept the fact that Satan hates you, even before you did anything. Some of you nearly died at childbirth. Anybody like that? Yeah? Okay, why did he want to kill you? You have not even done anything. But he hated you so much, that before you came, he wanted to get rid of you. So he's trying to confront you before you even come to the earth. Can you imagine? Before you even start anything, he's confronting you. So if he had the audacity to confront you from that tender age, what makes you think that now that you know God and love God, he will leave you? He's not going to leave you. Yeah, he nearly killed me. Many attempts at my life. Hmm? I was supposed to be a sacrifice. Mm. Yeah, as a child. You were going to sacrifice me. Real, I'm telling you. Witchcraft sacrifice. How many of you? I mean, imagine you are being prepared mm. to be sacrificed. Yeah. That's my story. It's part of my story. There's a lot you don't know about me. But I'm telling you, he hated me so much. And because of that, I'm going to deal with him. So, I'm not trying to play safe. That time is over. Okay? Why? Because now I know who I am. And I know what I have. And I know who is behind me. Alright? There, there, is, there is a proverb in my place where I come from. They say, if a child walks up to you, an adult, and gives you a clap. Imagine. Huh? <laughs> You're just walking. And then... <laughs> Isaac... Walks up to you and gives you, "Ah!" huh? You know what they say? They say, when that happens, know that there's someone behind that child. (laughs) Don't be fooled that for a child to have that kind of boldness, to walk up to you and give you a clap, just to say, do what you can. There's somebody that sent him. You say, go and do this. Okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> for a child to become so confrontive, you need to know there's something behind it. All right? So, you as a child of God, you might look small. Do you understand? You might look weak. In fact, you might feel weak. It doesn't mean there's no one behind you. It doesn't mean there is no one behind you. I'm tired of Christians getting whipped by the enemy. It must stop. It must stop. What's wrong with us? Touch someone say, he's talking to you. Yeah. So you need to learn to confront. Okay? Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. The Bible tells us there that he has made us kings and priests unto God. So if he has made you a king and a priest, in other words, the moment you get born again, you are born a king. Not a slave. A king. He has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. All right? So kings confront. I know there are some kings in the Bible that didn't confront, like Solomon. He didn't confront anyone. But you need to understand Solomon's situation. It's because his father confronted so much that he wiped out every threat. Solomon had no battle to fight. Because his father has finished all the enemies. Finish them all? Yes. And that's what we should be doing for our children. Amen. Fights. Come on. You need to bring out the fight in you. Amen. Let the king in you come out. Let it confront the enemy.. Amen. So the kingdom of God requires confrontation. The reason why the kingdom is not manifesting on earth today is because God's people will not confront. God's people will not confront. I remember years ago when I was, I was when we, uh, Tembisa Church was just starting and we had a crusade there. And I, wa- I was there preaching. And the Lord told me that there were some witches around. And I like it when they're around. (laughs) I'm telling you, they just make it fun. (laughs) So I was excited when the Lord told me that. I said, okay, I know you guys are around. Okay? So, let's have a deal. Tonight, kill me. Okay? If you have power... Come and kill me tonight. But if you don't kill me tonight, tomorrow you surrender. Tell someone you, you better know what you are doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you watch when you watch wrestling, they tell you don't try this at home. Yeah. But I'm just telling you. Because as the Lord spoke to me, I acted on that. Believe you me, the next day, people came with their charms. I said, okay, are you here? And it's interesting because there were not many people. The whole place, there were just very few people. But I knew people were listening to me in their rooms. And they came that night. And I saw them put, put, threw it down. Pray for them. Get them saved. Say confrontation. confrontation. Yeah. If you are afraid to confront, you will not see the power of God. You will not see it. You will not see the kingdom of God. You know, most of us want the the path of least resistance. It's okay sometimes. But hey, if you want to move forward, you better confront. There are forces you need to confront. There are powers you need to confront for your family to break through. There are powers you need to confront for you to break through. There are powers you need to confront for the enemy to let go. If you don't confront them, nothing will happen. Nobody will do it for you. God is not going to do it for you. What's the anointing for? What did he anoint you for? Why would he waste the anointing to make you a king and then you are sitting down? God, please do something. And God is saying, what's wrong with you? When are you going to wake up and use the powers that I gave to you? So we need to confront. You need to start thinking, what are the things that need to be confronted in my life? What do I need to confront? And obviously when you're going to confront, you don't confront as a bride. You see, that's where casualties come. Because brides don't go to war. Have you ever seen anyone on wedding day with her going to war? <laughs> Carrying AK-47 and then, you know. No, no, no. That does, it doesn't happen. So, the problem is that most of us are more used to being the bride of Christ. And that's okay. Because as a bride, then your bridegroom fights for you. Okay? So, you fold your hands and then, you know, somebody is taking care of your fingers. Somebody else is doing your nails. Come on, you're being pampered. Meanwhile, the battle is raging. There's a place for that. But there are times that God wants you to wake up and say, okay, fine. I put this bridal gown aside and now I wear my spiritual armor. I put on my spiritual armor and I'm going head to head, eyeball to eyeball, and face that situation. We need Christians like that today. Are you ready to confront? I don't know if you have anything to confront in your life. I have many. And I'm looking for more. Yeah. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 10. That popular scripture. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 10. Yeah, this is when Jeremiah was called. Right? And the Lord said to him, See, this day I have set you over nations and over kingdoms. To do what? To root out and to pull down. To destroy and to throw down. To build and to plant. Notice the progression. Alright. I have set you over kingdoms, over nations. Do you know God has set you over nations? Do you know that God has set you over kingdoms? In case you don't know, there are kingdoms where you are. There are invisible kingdoms. You don't even know that Satan is ruling in your community. The kingdom of darkness has taken root where you are, but you don't even know. These are invisible kingdoms. And God is saying, I have set you over them. But this is what is going to happen. Number one, you need to start to root out. There are things you need to root out. What are you going to root out? What darkness, what the kingdom of darkness has planted, you need to uproot. What has the enemy planted in your life? What has the enemy planted in your family? What has the enemy planted in our communities? We need to root them out. Nobody's going to do it for you. All right? Stop praying. God, please do something. That's not a prayer. God doesn't answer such prayers. Do something, Lord. What does that mean? I mean, if. Let's not even begin to analyze that. Because you will just see how senseless it is. So, you need to begin to look for what to root out. Hallelujah. What are the things that need to be rooted out? Identify them. If you can't see them, ask God to open your eyes. Do you understand? If you can't see them, ask God, Lord, show me. Show me what to root out. There are things that the enemy has planted that need to be rooted out. And it it would require some confrontive nature. Okay? Because when you want to root out, he says, hey, no, 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 that's my garden. That's my farm. So what do you do? Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was yours. Is that what you're going to do? No. That's the time to confront. To confront him. Okay? Yeah. So you need to root out some things. There are things you need to pull down. There are things, there are structures he has put in place. There are satanic structures that have been put in place. Listen, this is not about being demon conscious or anything. This is just being Spiritual. This is just being spiritual. A spiritual man judges all things. That's what the Bible says. You need to have the ability to judge things accurately. So what is it that Satan has put in place that keeps his system intact? You need to identify them. You need to pray. Ask God to show you if you can't see them because they are there. This guy is sophisticated. He has put things in place that will keep people from coming to the truth in your family. That will keep people from coming to the faith in your family. That will keep people from coming to the faith in our community. He has put things and they are there. As long as those walls are there, as long as those barriers are there, I'm telling you, people will not respond to the gospel. They will not respond. You will talk from now till you lose your voice. And you wonder, why is this person not listening to me? Hey, there is something that needs to be pulled down. And it will be necessary to confront them. Why? Because you can't just go and pull down and then expect them to just fold their hands and say, Oh, okay. Sorry. No, they will fight back. If they want to fight, what do you do? You crush them. Use superior force, brutal force. Crush them, they won't recover again. Years ago, there are some kind of demons that used to disturb me. But by the time I finished dealing with them, they can't even come near anymore. Before, when I'm sleeping, they will be disturbing my sleep. They disturb my sleep. I said, what? what? Why? Why are you doing this? I release fire on them. I say, from now, if you cross this boundary, fire will burn you. Position some angels there. Command decree a thing. All right? You need to begin to stand. Take a stand. Begin to put things in place. And stop saying, God, just help me, Lord. Help. He has helped you already. Hello? He helped you by giving you the name of Jesus. He helped you by giving you the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. He helped you by anointing you. He helped you by putting you over, setting you over. You are on Hello! You are on top. Don't allow them to put you under. But you see, Christianity light does not understand what I'm talking about. You You know, you have Coke light. Yeah, Coke light, Coke zero. There's also gospel light. Yeah, gospel-like, Christianity-like. Christianity-like doesn't understand what, uh, what we're talking about. Because it's like, oh no. Jesus has done it all. Of course. That's why you need to have the boldness. Because Jesus has done it. And you need to confront them. Who gave you the audacity? after Jesus has done it, after he has spoiled principalities and powers, then you now cross the line. For crossing the line, you'll be punished. For the next 90 days. You need to just begin to do some things radical. Hello? Okay. I hope you are being motivated and being encouraged. (laughs) is my own motivational speech. (laughs) Hallelujah. So he says, I have set you to root out, uh, to pull down, then to destroy. Hey, there are things God wants you to destroy. Hello. Who is going to destroy it? You are the one. If you don't destroy what is supposed to be destroyed, nobody will do it Because I'm busy destroying my own. Okay? If I have my pastoral cap, I can do a few things for you. But it's not every time I have a pastoral cap. Sometimes, you know, I put that one, I have another cap I put on. And when I put that one, it's a different thing. Because pastoral is very, you know, peaceful, caring, (laughs) you know, i visit you. That's pastoral. And it's nice, isn't it? Don't you like that part? Yeah. So when I talk, you know, I say, pastor. They say, oh, yeah. I love my pastor. Hmm? There's a place for that. But then there's another place. When I tell you, five o'clock, we're here. Uh, (laughs) what kind of some people still find it hard to understand why Why? somebody actually said to me pastor why do you have to do this let's do it in the evening evening I said no this is military yeah you know if you're going to boot camp you can't tell the (laughs) You say, no, uh, you know, I'd rather we. <laughs> what? It doesn't work like that. All right? So there are some things we will do that will be different. Then sometimes you think, okay, we're going to the streets now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not being, you know. And you say, oh, no, I'm very reserved. Yeah, you are reserved, but come. Yeah. That's fine. You know, I'm very shy. Yes, you are shy, but come. That's what will make you strong. These things we're doing make people strong. I'm telling you. You might not know it, but people that know you already see that you have changed. You're not the person you used to be. Because of what you've been feeding on. So there are things you need to destroy. Say, it's time to destroy. It's time to destroy. Yeah, you need to destroy some things. Yeah, some altars you need to destroy. Okay, there are things that the enemy has put or his agents have put that you need to destroy. If you don't destroy them, they will remain there looking at you and working against you. So we need to destroy. Okay, and then he says to throw down. You need to throw some things down. What are the things that you need to throw down? Start looking. Touch somebody. Say, it's time to start looking. Yeah. Start looking. Lord, show me. Open my eyes. Don't just pray, God, show me my wife. Show me what to pull down. Hello. I'm telling you. If you have a wife and you have not destroyed some things, it will be chaos. Huh? So you need to deal with these things first before he now talks about build and to plant. But you see, we want to, pl- we want to build. We have not pulled, rooted out anything. Can you see where the problem is? We have not rooted out anything. We have not pulled down anything. We have not destroyed anything. We have not thrown down anything. We want to build. What will happen to that structure? (laughs) Come on. Uh, Even the simplest builder will tell you that you need to dig. You need to bring out some stuff. Isn't it? There are some things you need to remove, you need to pull remove some stones, remove some some trees, some roots. there are things you need to root out. You have to do that before you start building. We are trying to build and we don't want to confront anything. and that's our problem. and then it, we think that god's word is ineffective. it's as if oh I've been praying, praying, but nothing is happening. How are you praying? If you come to me and I analyze your prayer, I will show you what's missing. There are many prayers that are Pastor, Pastor, Pastoral. Many prayers are ineffective. That's a better word, right? (laughs) Than what I had in my mind. (laughs) Hallelujah. So you see, there is, the, the principle there is that there are things that need to be dealt with before you start building your life. Okay? Before you start building anything for God. Before you start building anything for your family, there are things you need to deal with before you start building a future, there are things you need to deal with. Some of you who are still single, deal with these things now. Yeah. Deal with them now. De- finish them so that by the time you walk in you just walk ready to build. you have rooted out everything. Hmm? Yeah it's important. I'm telling you, if we don't do this, the enemy will continue to prevail. And it would seem as if he's powerful. No, no, no. He just put some things in place. And he's somewhere busy in Japan. (laughs) And you think he's there. No, but his structure is in place. His systems are in place. So we need to begin to confront those things. What are the things that need to be confronted? Mm -hmm. So for the kingdom of God to move, I'm telling you, there's need for confrontation. Mm -hmm. Alright? Let's look at, let's turn to the book of Luke. We saw this principle a little bit. Luke chapter 11. Do you know that The enemy has put things in place. Yes? But God has given us what it takes. And whenever the kingdom of God is in manifestation, there are things that get displaced. There are things that get uprooted. Okay? Luke chapter 11. Jesus said in verse 21, he says, When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. Do you know his palace? His palace is people's lives. This palace Jesus is talking about is the lives of people. Because remember, the context is that he casted out a demon. And then they said, no, you are casting out demons by Beelzebub. Jesus says, oh, but, but how, can it, how can I be casting out demons by bouncible Satan's kingdom is not divided against himself. Or else it will not stand. Correct? It will not stand. So, then he now says that when a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. And I'm telling you, this palace is people's lives. He comes into people's lives and he puts his things in place. And then he's relaxed. Satan is, is relaxed in the lives of many people. He's relaxed in many homes. He's established. His kingdom is established in those homes. Huh? That's why you see ports are flying. Plates are flying. You, is, is that heaven? No, that's the kingdom of darkness at work. It's a manifestation of the kingdom of darkness. Yeah, knives are flying. I'm telling you, it's an establishment. And they might not be physical. They might now be, you know, <laughs> you know they, are, they, they are swords that come out of the mouth when you speak. Right? Because even, even it's, a, it's, it's a spiritual principle. It's the Word of God is a sword of the Spirit. Right? And the Bible says in Revelation, when Jesus is speaking, he said, out of his mouth, there's a, a sword. As it's, and it's the word yeah. so on the words we speak they, these things I'm telling you it depends on who is speaking through it depends on who is speaking so in some homes his kingdom has been established And so you think that it's it's your, your, your brother or your sister or your spouse or whatever that is your enemy. No! There is another kingdom in your home. It is secure. Nobody has confronted it. Do you understand? Nobody has confronted it. And so it's safe. And the strong man is at peace. Anytime he feels like having some entertainment, he just stares you up. And then he sits down and he's watching a movie free of charge while the chairs are flying. (laughs) And whatever is moving, it's it's his kingdom. Nobody has confronted him. He's at peace. His own palace, his goods. What are his goods? Those weapons (laughs) that you are using against each other, those are his goods. They are in peace. (laughs) Amazing, right? But it's real. This is what happens. All this domestic violence, you think it's normal? It's the kingdom of darkness. Nobody is confronting him so it's there in peace his goods are in peace okay let's read on look next verse it says when a stronger than he oh amen i like that but somebody say but, but. when a stronger than he amen. comes upon him and overcomes him he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils Hallelujah. Are you going to be the stronger one? Amen. The stronger than he. Yes. Yeah, that, his goods have been in peace until the day you get up and say, oh, no, no, no. I have an anointing. I'm an anointed king. And I'm stronger than this because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Who is he that is in the world? Satan. Now, if the greater one dwells in you, that means that you are stronger than him. So it's time for confrontation. Say confrontation time. Confrontation time. Hallelujah, yes. Hallelujah. So when Hallelujah. you see certain things that are happening and you cannot use it, hey, stop it, stop it right now in the name of Jesus. I take charge over you. Sometimes I talk to him like that. And he understands that language. That's actually the language he understands. If you say, please, leave me alone. I don't like this thing. I don't like what you're doing. Please, uh, please, leave me alone. I don't want trouble. Please, please, leave me alone. Ha! He is going to increase it. He will call for backup. Backup. They say this one is trying to be stubborn now. We need to we need to teach this one a lesson. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> he will summon some from wherever. The most violent places. He will summon those spirits from there. Look, come and help me because I think I'm too civil for this one. And then you now see another level of violence that has never being in that house, all of sudden. So but he was never like that. Oh. You don't know what's going on. Another kingdom is ruling. Another kingdom is ruling. I'm telling you. So are you going to confront? Amen. Are you going to take your place, yes. position yourself, Amen. and say in the name of Jesus, Amen. this will not happen, Amen. not under my watch. Stop it. You need to stop some things. Take charge over some things. And then you take from him all his armor in which he trusted. That which has been effective before, all of a sudden, is no more effective. Because you have confronted him. When there's no confrontation, the enemy will still be effective. But when you confront him and you say, in the name of Jesus, I come against you. The kingdom of God is behind me. I'm an ambassador of heaven. I'm anointed a king and a priest. And I say, in the name of Jesus, by virtue of the authority vested upon me as a representative of God, I command you to desist from all your maneuvers. I command you to stop all this nonsense. You stop it. That's how you rule. You start from there. Stop crying for him. Stop crying. When you cry, you entertain him. You get up and say, hey, hey, come on. What's wrong with you? When did all this nonsense start? It stops now. stops now. Some of you, you see things that were not in your home before, all of a sudden beginning to show up, and you are just watching. It will get worse. He will get bolder. He will get more comfortable. He will become more peaceful in your home. You want the devil to be peaceful? In your home? In your life? You better not allow it. You fight it. You confront him. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of him. Greater is he that is in you. Come on, hit your chest. Say, greater is he that is in me. Than he that is in the world. the greater one doing in you. He's there to back you up. He's there to stand by you. It doesn't matter how weak you are. You are stronger than him. By virtue of the greater one in you. Hallelujah. So we want the kingdom to move. We need to start confronting. How many people can think of things to confront already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay? And you don't stop until he changes. Yeah. You don't just confront once and then you watch from a distance. So let me see. Ah. Ah. No, 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 no. This is fight to finish. Amen. Do you understand? It's fight to Amen. finish. So when you fight, you fight. You need to be brutal. You need Kingdom brutality. touch someone and say, That's, uh, you add that to your dictionary. Add that to your dictionary. dictionary. Yes. Kingdom brutality. Yes. So you need to apply kingdom brutality. Okay. Yeah. You need to know who to be kind to and who not to be kind to. Yes. Uh, you can't be kind to your enemy. For what? So, and it's time to divide his spoils. Amen. Yes. Amen. You know, the principle of warfare is that when you go to war and you defeat your enemy, whatever treasures he had become yours. You remember the story of Abraham? He Went to battle, came back with spoils. And the king of Sodom said, no, you can take the people, just keep the spoils. He says, no, 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 no. I'm not interested. Abraham at that time had entered into his kingship. So he knew, I'm I'm beyond all of this. And God is still taking me far. I don't want you to take credit for what God will do in my life. You can take everything. The only thing, let me take tithes out. Honor God with that. And then the young men who worked with me let them take whatever they want after that you can take the rest <laughs> you need to be at a level to operate like that hallelujah some people will say oh no an opportunity now if I, if I, if, I, if i don't take it I won't, it will never come again when ah. you walk with god it's a different ball game confrontation say confrontation confrontation yes Look at what Jesus has, is saying here to us. When a stronger than he comes upon him mm-hmm. and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted. Mm-hmm. There are things you need to take from the enemy. Yes. Do you understand? Yes. You need to take some things back. Yes. But it takes confrontation. You need to take back your peace. Some of you need to take back your sleep. Huh? (laughs) Yes. Some of you need to take back your health. Hallelujah. You need to take back your marriage. You need to take back your children. Yeah. You need to take back your career. And allow him to uh, to own it. take back your sanity man. what's wrong? Take it, confront him eyeball to eyeball. Even it may be hit his head with your head. Amen. your head is stronger than his. hallelujah. I think I've said enough. you got the message. yes. We'll talk some more later. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the kingdom of darkness will not prevail in our lives anymore. It will not prevail where we are anymore. We take our rightful place. Take a stand and begin to take authority. Take authority. My time is up. Let's stand up on our feet.